JM in the AM on this uh, Monday morning broadcast. Thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser. Uh, well, the sports rabbi, Rabbi Josh Halleckman, is with us live from Israel on this Monday morning. He's got some updates for us, and I'm glad he's able to be with us on this Monday. Sports rabbi, Rabbi Josh Halleckman, welcome back to JM in the AM. How you doing, Nachum? Great to be here. I appreciate that. Tell me how the uh, tell me your impressions of this visit by the NFL Hall of Famers, all eighteen of them, to the Holy Land this week. You know, two years ago, Nachum, Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, brought with also about eighteen or nineteen Hall of Famers. That was amazing. It was a special, special event. The best of the best. Who would have figured that he could have topped it this time around again? Uh, unbelievable to have the NFL players here in Israel, in the Holy Land, with Robert Kraft, who was such a good friend of the Jews, of Israel. He himself, of course, is a Jew, investing in, in NFL football here, in American football, in the state of Israel. And who does he bring with this time, Nachum? You know, somebody asked me, says, take a guess, Bob Kraft is coming with the greatest players in the NFL. I said, he says, tell who are the two top players in your mind ever. I said, it has to be Jim Brown and Joe Montana. (laughs) Those two guys, those two guys are coming. I said, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that Jim, (laughs) Jim Brown, knowing his background would actually visit Israel. That's pretty amazing. Uh, It's, it's, uh, I was blown away. Jim Brown, I was about 81 years old. He's not in great health, but he was moving around. He was with a cane. Uh, Joe Montana, the, the great quarterback for the, the 49ers, of course, and, and finished off his career in Kansas City. Roger Staubach. Think about that. Roger Staubach. Mike Singletary. Oh, Singletary. Chris was Carter. Wow. Yeah. Chris Carter. Jerome Bettis. Eric Dickerson. Marshall Falk. Mean Joe Green. I mean, Nachum. Bruce Smith. Some of the greatest players that have ever played the game of football landed in Israel to learn about the country, to promote the country, to say, yes, this is not the Israel that we hear every day in the typical media that's out there. This is an Israel that is a giving country, a special country, one that cares about everyone else in the world, one that is a leader, a true light upon the nation's Nachum. The sports rabbi, Rabbi Josh Halleckman, is with us. We salute Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, and uh, an amazing group of NFL Hall of Famers. You've heard the names from Rabbi Josh, uh, who are in Israel as we speak and who participated in a big ceremony yesterday and have been uh, making quite an impression, to say the least. And you talk about the top names in NFL history being in Israel. You literally, in this case, are talking about the top names in NFL history who are learning about Israel and uh, who are gladly visiting there. It's it's really it's a remarkable achievement. Robert Kraft deserves a tremendous amount of of credit. Hey, is the basketball season still going on? The the uh, you know Maccabi Tel Aviv, Hapoel Yerushalayim, and all that. Finally, it has finally ended <laughs> after many many months. Uh, this past Thursday night, Hapoel Jerusalem won the final four, the Israeli final four. They over did Maccabi win it. Haifa. Wow. Maccabi Haifa had defeated Maccabi Tel Aviv in the semifinals wow. of the final four. Hapoel Jerusalem, of course, with a good friend of ours, Amari Stoudemire, yeah. for them. Uh, along with many other American players that have been planning to trade here in Israel, Curtis Gerald, Terrence Kinsey, who played in the NBA, uh, Jerome Dyson, MVP. Harpal Jerusalem was actually down two games to none in their quarterfinal series with Naria and stormed back to win three games in a row. 
Wow. And then they won uh, semifinals in the finals, chick-chack, and that was the end of it. Owner Uri Alon, uh, who uh, splits his time between Israel and, of course, New York City, uh, has been really promoting basketball in Jerusalem. Uh, they have over 7,000 season ticket holders, an arena that holds 11,000 people, state-of-the-art. Uh, un- they're doing unbelievable things. They're going to be playing in the Euro Cup, which is a secondary tournament to the Euro League. Maccabi Tel Aviv uh, will play in the Euro League again, as they usually do. Uh, but it was an exciting season, Nachum. Amazing basketball. Uh, you know, former NBA players, some great college players, uh, applying their trade here in the Holy Land. And it was a lot of fun, plus different players that have, you know, Jewish guys that have made Aliyah. If you check out my website, sportsrabbi.com. John DiBartolomeo, right? Listen, this is an amazing story, Nachum. John DiBartolomeo grew up in Connecticut. Mother is Jewish. His father's Italian. Plays in Spain for a couple of years, lands up in Israel last year, finds out, yeah, that he's actually halakhically Jewish because his mother's Jewish. He qualifies for, uh, to make Aliyah, so he plays in Israel. Not only that, today he's dating a young woman from Haifa over the past year and a half. He finally he's celebrating Shabbat. It's, it's an amazing story in itself that here is a guy that probably... Who knows where he would have landed up, uh, staying in Spain or the United States. But here he is making, uh, you know, he's starting to settle his roots down here in Israel. Perhaps maybe David Blatt, uh, David Blatt-esque, where David Blatt came for the Maccabea tournament and ended up staying. Look at Tal Brody. Tal yeah. Brody in the 1960s came for the Maccabea. He's still here today. Yep. Amazing stories. Pretty. Tony Bartolomeo is just another amazing story. Won the league MVP this year and is rumored to be signing with either Maccabi Tel Aviv or Apollo Jerusalem next year. He's a great shooting guard, unbelievable mensch. I got to sit down with him for a couple of hours uh, a couple of weeks ago. Who what did a he, terrific guy. Who did he win the MVP for? Which team? He won the, he won the MVP with Maccabi Haifa. He mm. was the league MVP of the Israeli Basketball League. Very but nice. But unbelievable. We have so many great stories. Go back so many for, great stories. Go there. back for a second to the uh, – I'm just curious how it works – Maccabi Tel Aviv is still going to be in the big European final, but are they displaced by a Yerushalayim in a subsequent year because of what happened in their tournament this year? It has nothing to do with it. No, it has nothing to do with it. It's a closed league. The Euro League is a closed league of 16 teams. They buy into it. It's not like the Champions League in soccer where you have to win and get into the tournament. In this case, they have a contract with the Euro League. It's a privately owned corporation, and uh, the Euro Cup is the secondary tournament. However, a Jerusalem is making strides to get one of the wild card positions in the EuroLeague. They won't get it this coming year, but they were the, out of all the European teams in the Euro Cup, they had the highest attendance of any other team, and they are making strides. Again, Amari Stoudemire, most probably going to be playing another year with Hapoel Jerusalem, uh, makes a big difference. When Amari Stoudemire goes to a European city, say in Russia or in the uh, state of Georgia or in Italy, Automatically, the games are a sellout. Amari Stoudemire is, uh, you know, is beyond the game of basketball. Wow. He is unbelievable. He has done so much for this country this past year. It is unbelievable. Part of unbelievable. It, part of it is the power of the NBA, and it's really amazing what kind of influence yep. it has worldwide. Rabbi Josh Halleckman is with us, a sports rabbi. So, what do you hear about next month's Maccabia games? You mentioned the Maccabia in the context of history a few minutes ago. There is a new one. Coming up, it's every four years in Israel where they invite Jewish athletes from around the world to represent their own countries and, and have competitions. I mean, what do you hear about it? Are things set? Are things ready to go? Is there excitement? Is, well, how would you evaluate the buildup to Maccabiah? 
No, it's unbelievable build-up. The hotels are all booked across the country. Uh, athletes are going to start to arrive next week for some kind of pre-camps, depending if they're soccer players or basketball players. The games begin on July 4th. Teddy Stadium's going to host the opening ceremony, as it did, I believe, the last time the, uh, the games were here, the Maccabee games were in Israel. Um, everybody's excited. The whole city is excited. The whole country is excited. There are going to be games being played in Tel Aviv and Haifa and Jerusalem. Uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv is going to take a part in a lot of, uh, a lot of the activities as well. So I'm going to be very busy with the uh, various groups that are going to be visiting us at our training facility. But there's tons and tons and tons of stuff going on. We're going to be seeing some of the great Jewish basketball players that are applying to trade right now in universities across the United States. Could be Jeremy Lieberman from University of Wyoming to uh, Jimmy McDonald, who's a player for Temple University, to uh, Joe Schneider at Amherst College to Sam Singer at Berkeley at uh, University of California, Berkeley. So there are some you know, potentially great players. Who knows who the next Tal Brody and David Blatt's going to be now? Unbelievable. That's, that's, the amazing, that's the amazing thing is these guys come here, and it's not just in the basketball. It could be tennis. It could be volleyball. Yeah. It could be swimming. All of a sudden, they come to Israel, a lot of them for the first time ever, and they fall in love with the country. They fall in love with the, the respect that they're given by the Israelis. They fall in love with, with what Israel has to offer, and some of them end up deciding to stay. And that's, you know, that's an amazing feat in itself. If this can turn a lot of people on to Israel and a lot of people on to what the Jewish state can, can give, for all these people, it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime activity. I'm actually going to be a rabbi at the Mount Zion Hotel for two Shabbatot in the month of July uh, for the athletes that are going to be staying there in Jerusalem, and I'll be giving a bunch of different presentations and, and talks about Israeli sports, Israeli sports history, Maccabi Tel Aviv, Apollo Jerusalem, everything under the sun. Uh, so that's going to be exciting. I'm going to have a bunch of athletes. I did it last year, uh, four years ago, the last time they were here. I was placed in a hotel in Tel Aviv, and we had some athletes from South, uh, South American countries that play rugby, and tennis and all different types of sports. So it's, it's really amazing. The people that are coming here want to be here. They want to see the country. They want to meet people that are, are like them. And it's just an, it's an, a massive opportunity for everybody involved. Pretty cool, to say the least. And I hope that you'll help us here uh, keep track of what's happening at the Maccabee. And starting on July 4th, give us some updates as uh, the as the games start and as they uh, you know go through, what is it, a two-week uh, two process, Maccabee? Yeah, it goes from July 4th to July 18th, a couple of weeks. There's going to be over... Think about this. The USA Maccabea delegation sends over 1,100 athletes. There's going to be over 10,000 Jewish athletes from 80 different countries participating in 43 different sports, Nahum. Pretty amazing. That... That, that is, can you imagine, this is the Jewish Olympics in every sense of the word. It is the Jewish Olympics. Only people understood how important this is historically, how unbelievable it is when you think of the, the Jewish people having their own state and their own Olympics. It's just remarkable. Uh, the Maccabea begins July the 4th. The sports rabbi, rabbi Josh Halleckman, is going to help us keep track of it right here at JM in the AM. Uh, well, I thank you, sports rabbi. Uh, where do people find My you pleasure. again? You can check me out on... Uh sportsrabbi.com. You can find all the latest of Israeli news. I'm going to be updating, of course, all the Maccabiya games. And, of course, visit Maccabi Tel Aviv's website as well if you want to find out what's going on. Could you imagine, Nachum, think about this. Our season, our soccer season, ended May 25th. Some of the players played in the national team, uh, which ended on the 11th of June. Training camp opened June 14th. Oh Maccabi God. Tel Aviv soccer is already in Austria in their training camp, and they play their first competitive European game 
on June 29th. So if you're visiting Israel, guys, everybody out there, you're visiting Israel, beginning on June 29th, other than the Maccabiah, you have Maccabi Tel Aviv playing, Beitar Jerusalem playing, Hapoel Beersheva starts up a couple weeks later, Bnei Yehuda starts up a couple weeks later playing in European competitions. There are games and sports activities going on throughout the summer, and not only that, the, the, the creme de la creme is at the end of July, Omri Caspi and the rest of the Israel national basketball team begin camp, and we're hosting, Israel is hosting one of the Eurobasket groups beginning at the end of August. There's going to be exhibition games with different countries throughout the month of August. There's going to be accessibility to all these athletes. So I definitely highly recommend if you're coming to Israel, reach out to me, sportsrabbi.com, reach out to me. I can get you all the information. Schedules are beginning to come out now for all the soccer and basketball stuff. But Nachum, there is so much going on. If people think that there's no sports in Israel, think again. Uh, quickly, <laughs> quickly, is Omri going back to the NBA? Yeah, he'll be he'll be signing somewhere in the NBA. It's not clear yet where, but for sure he'll be back in the NBA next year. That there's no question. He's not concerned whatsoever. Uh, got to see him a couple weeks ago at a EuroBasket event. There's no no worry. He will definitely be in the NBA. Where that's still to be decided. By the w- uh, I think uh, you know. By the way, I was in the arena Cholamoid uh, Pesach the night that Hapoel uh, Yerushalayim beat Maccabi Tel Aviv. The energy mm-hmm. the energy in that building is really astounding. Yeah, it, it is very loud. <laughs> Unbelievable. They do a very good job. It I must is very say. loud. The fans are very dedicated. Rabbi Josh, I thank you. SportsRabbi.com. Uh, good luck with the Maccabiah and, of course, with uh, everything else happening in Israel. And we'll be in touch very soon. Appreciate that, Nachum. Take care. Rabbi Josh Halleckman. He'll help us uh, keep track of the Maccabiah games. Pretty amazing, huh? What's going on in Israel this summer and in general?